0: talk about what's the second mountain that second mountain has got to be bigger than the first it's got to be more attractive and pulling me away i've I've got something else i want to do it doesn't hurt as much to let go we're either running from pain or moving towards pleasure if i don't have something to run towards then i'm just i'm just going to stay where i'm at there's a vacuum So if you want something, but you're struggling to achieve it, you know, think about, does my primary aim need to change? I'm struggling to achieve what it is I want to achieve. Is there nothing bigger pulling me away?
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another great episode of Out of the Hourglass. My name is Molly Nolan, I am your episode host, and I welcome back NCG Senior Coach, Andrew Amrine for a continuation of our Cascading Planning Cycle Conversations. As a reminder, The Cascading Planning Cycle, also referenced as the CPC, is the NCG planning tool. The cycle is a core set of planning activities from annual, quarterly, and monthly meetings that produce guiding documents for vision achievement at all levels in organization. Within these guiding documents are planning activities that derive core themes, directives, and intention. These are known as the primary aim, strategic intent, company vision, and action items, or goals set forth. These are the backbone of what drives strategy, what moves the business and the business owner forward. On today's episode, we remind ourselves why working through these intention-setting directives are so important. It's because they are our why. Why are we here? and as a result, must work in alignment with each other for progress to be achieved. So what happens when alignment is off? When the vision doesn't match your personal primary aim? Is the business helping you achieve? How do we come back to understanding our goals for why we do what we do? Remember, as a team of coaches, it's our job at NCG to understand the big picture. This is about understanding alignment of the personal why and the core purpose and goals of the business. This episode is brought to you by The Sherwin-Williams Company, our premier grand summit sponsor and a supporting partner of the summit member group.
0: People experience Sherwin-Williams in many ways, from our paint stores to our iconic projects around the world. But to uncover the meaning behind what we do, you have to look beyond the labels. We don't just make great products. We serve home builders, contractors, property owners, and manufacturers, big and small. We provide our customers innovative solutions to ensure their success, no matter where they work or what surfaces they're coating.
1: All right, Andrew Amrine, or AA as we call him here in the office, welcome back to the podcast. How are we doing today?
0: AA-MCO. Here he is, Hong Kong. The old commercials. <laughs> How are you? Great to be back. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Andrew, we are here today to talk about a a larger topic and make it smaller and and mm. really bring it to life. Um, folks who have listened to our podcasts, clients who work with us, know that we utilize the cascading planning cycle. To work through our planning and our coaching with, with our clients. And we've talked about the cascading planning cycle, also referenced as a CPC in previous episodes here. We last talked about it with Colin on an episode talking about the monthly meetings that we have as part of the CPC. And yeah. we we intend to carry this conversation and this topic forward on several episodes, um, especially throughout throughout this year, because we it's a core, you know, it's a core function of what we do and it's a core tool, right?
0: It is, uh, lots of outcomes. Um, you know, Molly, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm hearing myself through the audio and like my allergies are giving me a very nice baritone voice today. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to stay in this nice baritone voice, radio, radio voice, right? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, the core part of the core outcomes of the CPC we'll, we'll focus on today. Yeah, the, the outcome there being a work or a business that serves my life, not a life that serves my work or my business. Right. Um, and so we're going to talk about some elements of that today. Uh, but the CPC definitely had, we've been very successful um, helping people with that.
1: Yeah, the CPC is, I mean, exactly, It it helps us. Work with clients to build value businesses as opposed to the lifestyle, and we we want to get away from that. Um, but so the the goal here today is to take a large topic like the CPC and drill it down a little bit and mm-hmm. and see the impact, right? Of why why there why we do this. Um, the core functions have a really big importance in the in the lives of the business owners that we work with, mm-hmm. um, and so today we're, we're hitting four kind of core areas, that being the company vision, the primary aim, strategic intent, and action items. And of course, these are not necessarily new concepts, but there's a reason we we want to bring these to life. And it stems from a conversation that came up in a mastermind group that you were having with some business owners. So Andrew, tell me what happened in that conversation you know, from a high level and why it's important that we talk about it here today.
0: Yeah. So it was, it was a great conversation. So our, our mastermind groups. So we, we have groups for owners, lots of peer groups, but with specifically mastermind groups with owners, we meet monthly. And, and the the goal of those groups is to bring something to the group. And so each member has goals or challenges that they're passionate about, that they want a round table, that they want to use kind of board of directors to talk about. So you don't show up just to listen. You, you, the mastermind groups are, are you bringing something and Uh, So the discussion here was one. So in one group, a a member of the group brought to the table that, excuse me, he was trying to get out of the hourglass, had a vision around it, didn't quite have maybe the internal passion around it, but his family's growing. One day his wife looks at him and gives him some really good reasons to continue getting out of the hourglass. I won't tell you what she said, but she gave him some really good reasons Um, and you know, one of those reasons was his kids and spending time and his, his, he's, you, you, you're on a spectrum from value business to lifestyle business. Mm -hmm. Lifestyle is a business where if you don't work, the business doesn't work and you're working your way towards value. And so you're, you're on that spectrum. And so he's, Mm -hmm. he's getting out of certain things, finding it hard to let go of certain things. And so the, the group challenged him on the bigger, why, like, why, what's, what's, the reason behind it, if you're, if you're struggling to let it go, or if you're, if you're gonna let go of something that's difficult to let go of, there's gotta be a bigger why behind it. And so, uh, so now to dovetail into the conversation now, these four things that we talk a lot about that really form a backbone or structure in the cascading planning cycle, primary aim, strategic intent, vision, and annual goals.
1: I love that you just said like they are the backbone because how do you plan and move a business forward Mm -hmm. without understanding what you're doing and why you're working every day on those things you just feel to me it sounds like you just be like spinning your wheels through mud every day without
0: life in general and life in general for the team members listening to this if you're not an owner think about your you know my my life and what is my work serving my life is my life serving my work where it you know you you grow and you you move up into higher roles or different roles and you're in a new hourglass you're you're back into you're you know working a lot and you're working yourself out of it, but you've got to have that bigger why. Um,
1: everybody, you're right. Everyone it. should have a why. It doesn't yeah. and that kind of goes into you know individual development plans. There's always a primary aim as a part of that. So mm. regardless of whether or not you are an owner of a of an organization or, or or not, you that that this this why of what you're doing every day is essential so that your wheels are not just spinning.
0: so part of the CPP system, the cascading planning cycle system is what I would call extant. Extant is a fancy word. My daughter really loves reading fancy Nancy books right now. All of you parents <laughs> out there, you're aware of fancy Nancy's. Extant is a fancy word for reality.
1: Okay. What you
0: see. So what emerges, what actually happens. So so for 17 years, we're, we're at somewhere over 650 companies at this point. There's a subtle irony here because the, the reality, the, the extant reality of what's actually happening out there, the CPP emerged from it. But part of it is, you know, we, we most often start with vision. That's what people have. Most individuals have a vision for what they want their life to look like. Business owners have a vision for what they want their business to look like. And so that's an entry point. So we, we start in the middle and part of this conversation in the, in the mastermind group, we, we got into these different elements. You know, primary aim can be very personal. Mm-hmm. So why not start with primary aim? Like everybody should have a primary aim. Well, everybody does have it. I think they, they have it inside them. Maybe they it's a feeling or an emotion, or it's a a desire. They're not quite sure how to put words to it. I know it took me a long time to really get out what I, what I really wanted on paper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I was afraid to put it on paper. What does it mean? What am I going to have to change if I put it on paper? Mm -hmm. Um, What if it's wrong? What's, I mean, it's wrong as soon as you write it. So just write it. (laughs) and edit it and edit it and edit it. So I'm, I'm up to like four versions now, I think of, of, you know, I I thought I wanted that, but I I don't want that. So, so this person, he, he, the the, back to the, the the member of the, of the mastermind group had a vision for growing his business, getting out of the hourglass, but was struggling to let go of difficult thing because, because now there was no bigger why. So we work backwards into well what's the strategic intent of your business is it to sell is it to hand off to your to your kids do you, do you have a you know is it to is it to be a middle market provider, or you want to, you want to grow big, or you, you, you want to have a small, smaller team-based business, whatever growth means, whether Mm -hmm. that's big growth or personal growth, or you want to grow your team, whatever, whatever that is, what's the strategic intent. So that's about your business. Then it's about primary aim. So kind of a, a funny story. What we what we worked through was the vision was this was a landscaper and it was Mm -hmm. winter and it was getting out of the snowplow was the vision is that I I've got to stop plowing. But the, the struggle was the bigger why behind it. So just being summarizing and, and being a little comical, you know, primary aim is about personally what, what you want. Right. What do you, what do you want? We asked this person. So what, so primary aim, what do I want in my life? Well, at this point it was happy wife, happy life is where I'm at guys. You know, my wife's telling me I got to do this and I got to get out of the snowplow, happy wife, happy life. All right. So one, one interesting thing about primary aim is sometimes we know more about what we don't want than what we do want. Um, this was certainly true for me. Mm-hmm. So consider an anti-aim. What happens if I stay the same? Or in other words, what's the devil you're running from? Sometimes, sometimes that's a good place to start, is you know, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure what I want, but I know what I don't want. So yep. if your primary aim, if you're if you're writing down an anti aim, what's the devil you're running from? Okay, let's start there. So out of, okay, so we, so we, this is on the call. We're all talking about this. I love it. It's known each other a long time. And and so we're, we're having fun. And so, all right, primary aim, happy wife, happy life. All right. Well, if that's your primary aim, what's the strategic intent got to do or change or be about your business? Is it monetary developmental? How is your business going to help you achieve those things? Um, Well, your strategic intent better be to get your rear end out of a snowplow. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's, that's the strategic intent. If, if happy wife, happy, happy wife, happy life is the primary aim. Then the strategic intent had better be get my rear end out of a snowplow. That's the next step. And, and that, you know, it's okay. Is, is there strategic intent 10 years, five years, one year? I mean, I I think it's gotta be what you know and what you're comfortable with right now over time that it does tend to get farther and farther out. So get his rear end out of the snowplow was the strategic intent.
1: And that's something right there. I just want to make sure that people um, hear and remember is that things that you, what your, your primary aim, your strategic intent, your vision, these, these can change and it's okay. They will change. Yeah. So don't let the fear of not feeling like you can't predict the future or the predictor or the future not coming true prevent you from from writing these things down. Expect them to change in a couple of years. And you're because you're always working off the new, you're always working off the new plan.
0: Don't let perfect get in the way of good. Yeah. Good is the enemy of great. Lord grant me the wisdom to know the difference. This this is a situation where done is better than perfect. Do not let perfect get in the way of done or good enough put down start putting down on paper and commit to revising it commit to that process because it's it's the solution is in the process and the earlier
1: you start the easier it becomes because i mean brian and i just had a conversation the other day about the succession planning process that we are now working through with clients And again, as a part of that process, we are asking owners to write a primary aim, a new primary aim for what they want their second mountain to look like, what they want their life post business to look like. So the earlier you get comfortable with writing these things down and thinking about what it is that you want and sharing it, the easier it's going to be in in the future when you're having to think about life after the business.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's kind of the irony of starting with vision. Well, primary aim is so important. We've got to start with primary aim. Well, primary aim is pretty personal. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot of trust, and uh, you know we've learned to respect that process. Work with them on their vision, and then work backwards into the why, because that people. I I know me. I I didn't quite know how to express it um, and put it into terms, and it it takes time to develop. That trust with yourself and with your coach or the, or the team and people you're working with, so so now getting back to um, three year vision. So the vision was hire someone to snowplow that he was struggling to let go of because ah oh, you know it's late at night I, you know my employees I don't want them to have to suffer. There's all these legitimate reasons and concerns. I want you know I want my team to be engaged and happy and this is tough and you know and so it, there was all kinds of bigger purpose reasons absent from it. Um, And lo and behold, there were people on his team that enjoy it, that love it. And they, they, so now a year later, I mean, this was, this was a while ago, it wasn't a year ago, but, oh, you know, it was a while ago, but, but through now working through it, you know, they're, the team is sharing the responsibility. People enjoy it. Um, And he, this person is, he's now off the plow, um, which is great. And he was at a point where he needed to work backwards into a bigger purpose. So now, Mm -hmm. so he he had the primary aim, happy wife, happy life. Um, Or so again, a reminder, the anti-aim, whatever the audience here, whatever you're, what's the devil you're running from is good enough. That's fine too. Strategic intent. What's the strategic intent for your business? His was get his rear end out of a snowplow. What is your strategic, your bigger goal or purpose or intent? What what ought the result be? What's the result I'm looking for in the business? That's a strategic intent. What I'm what I'm shooting for. So the three year vision. Hire someone to do the snowplow. They ended up hiring and moving current employees around, and that led to annual themes and goals. Um, so you can start with vision. I have a vision. We've got goals around it. But many many times for employees for. Um, owners, when you start hitting that ceiling, start walking backwards into what's my, what's the strategic intent of my role? Mm -hmm. What am I trying to achieve? Is have I, have I learned something and I'm ready for a new challenge? My strategic intent is to do something new. And how is that? So how does that serve your primary aim? My, so my, I can summarize mine. Um it's spend my life helping people. my primary aim. spend my life helping people. There's a, a, a narrative behind that that's a couple paragraphs that I wrote of, of things I'm trying to achieve and music and how important music is to our family and kids and piano lessons and things, but generally spend my life helping people. So my strategic intent, I'm constantly learning new ways to meet to help people. Um, wh- whether it's levels of work that People have heard us talk about or the lean systems or what's the next challenge to really help uh, people achieve a value business. So the, the, the strategic intent and core purpose, um, achieving that value business. And so then we have business and personal three-year visions of what I want to be doing and what the business is doing. And we set goals and themes around it. And it all it, it fits together. It's it's real. It's what people actually do. So back to the extant reality. If you observe what people actually do, this this is what actually happens. It you know you, we're not I'm not we're not trying to write a book and force the book on reality. We're looking at reality and saying, okay, this is how people work. It's why we start with vision, and then work backwards.
1: So Andrew, what what I'm hearing you say is like, there's such an importance of alignment between these core areas. And it's almost like you're coming to a crop, like this individual who you just shared this story about almost kind of came to a crossroads where it was pretty clear what he, these areas weren't matching. So what he wanted from a primary aim perspective wasn't what was currently happening within the business. And he had to reshift and re and refocus, and to almost re- rewrite what what these things are. Like we said, you go back and you rewrite, and you rewrite, and it's okay. Um, so, what are mm-hmm. what are some other examples of, or maybe things to be aware of that maybe be like, ding, 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 alignment is off here. Like you,
0: yeah, I think uh, you know succession planning is is uh, is a really amplified example because it it accentuates uh, you know real are all the issues, underlying issues or misalignments, as you're saying, you know, the best succession plans in the world can be undone by an owner who's got nothing to replace their business ownership with. I'm selling the business, I'm losing something. And now there's just a hole. I mean, that that's a huge issue. So having A bigger mountain, like you mentioned, we talk about what's the second mountain, that second mountain has got to be bigger than the first. It's got to be more attractive and pulling me away. I've got something else I want to do. And so I'm I'm it doesn't hurt as much to let go. Right. We're either we're we're either running from pain or moving towards pleasure. So if so if if I don't have something to run towards, then I'm just I'm just going to stay where I'm at. There's a vacuum and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to let go. So if, if you're experiencing that glass ceiling, you you want something, but you're struggling to achieve it. Maybe it's a systems issue. Maybe there is, maybe there's a process issue. We need a new role. We need, we need certain things. You know, I, we've talked in the past about the, the three root causes, people problem or, or, um, systems, processes, and people that you can narrow things down. This would be a people issue. You know, I need to change my primary aim. Um, you're going along. Everything is great doing good working's good work is fine and then all of a sudden it's not and something's out of balance you know think about does my does my primary aim need to change i'm struggling to achieve what it is i want to achieve am i is there nothing bigger pulling me away Mm -hmm. and so that second mountain it, it isn't just succession planning so the second mountain for this back to the mastermind group, his, his second mountain was getting back to happy wife, happy life. Like, that's why I'm doing this. That's, that's my primary aim. And growth and, the, and, and we're success always... was, was, was now getting in the way. And it was time to delegate. You know, I heard a lot. I grew or I, we, we implemented stuff. All it was, was more work. Now I'm small again and I'm much happier. Okay, fine your primary aim didn't change. You kept the same primary aim and resized your work to fit it. Okay, that's one answer. That's fine. I mean, typically the businesses that come to us are ready to change their primary aim. I've grown. I want to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need a bigger mountain. What's that bigger mountain? Help me understand that bigger mountain so that I can change my, my strategic intent of the business I can get back to and I can have a new vision and new goals.
1: So goals, that's actually where I want to land. So goals, you know, being, um, you know, action items that you're looking to then achieve. And so would it be safe to assume, Andrew, that in some form you should be able to draw a line back from the goals that you have set maybe for this year and draw a direct line of correlation back through the vision Back through the intent back to your primary aim
0: oh i'll take a crooked line some kind of line there's some kind of line that like it takes constant work and you know am i really doing the things that it takes sometimes we can't sometimes we've got to dig ditches because ditches need to be dug but uh, some something how is this aligning what what is how is otherwise without that so what's the point without that line your life is going to serve your work whether you're in a whether you're a a, uh, I don't know, an a, a entry-level employee, a frontline front manager, an experienced manager, a business owner. If, if you're not drawing that line to something, then your life is going to serve your work. I've been there. I, like. You can tell and We I'm want,
1: and we want I've been the there. work to serve your life.
0: I, I want to get to a place. That doesn't mean I don't work long hours or don't work hard. Sometimes that's needed but it's in the service of my primary aim. And I'm trying to come back to remember that. Why am I doing this? What's what, what ultimate goal am I trying to achieve? Spend my life helping people, spend time with my kids, have a family, mm-hmm. send them to a great school. Um, so trying to stay in his And I'll, I'll take a crooked line, any line, crooked line, straight line, anything, just try to keep that line in mind so that, your work serves your life, right? Not easy. Yeah. I mean, so think about
1: like, for one example, a, if on the uh, 2023 uh, CPC summary for your business this year is to um, make the training program for apprentices more efficient and you have smart goals around that. Well, how does, if driving that back to, well, you know why do why are we doing this goal it's because we want to have a training program that is that is bringing in um really great culture we we hire for um, personality we, we can we can train the skill well why because we're building our team why because we want to grow why why do we want to grow because we want to get higher level managers or higher or more skilled people in so that you are building a high performing team so that yes, you an owner can
0: because we've got good employees that want to move up and I want to keep them. So we're going to create, we're going to promote them up. We need to grow in order to have the team that we want. So, so sometimes growth is the result of wanting a team. Not everybody goes into, well, I want growth. You know, some teams say, well, I've, I've got people I want to keep. I want to grow their, they want to grow their skills. So let's grow enough so that they can grow their skills. Strategic intent. I've got people I want to keep.
1: And so, being able to kind of explain that why, and continuing to keep that line in mind, bringing it all the way back, is also part of. um, That's also a line of communication to your team, right? Being able to show them these are why we are doing, going Mm -hmm. after these goals this year, because this is the bigger picture, and um, that's the kind of the broader view of the cascading planning cycle as well. Is to be allowing creating creating a line of sight to the vision of the business, and so everybody feels that they are on board, they're on the same page, that they're a part of, a, of something bigger. So it all- yeah, it's,
0: it's good. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because there's, there's two lives that we can talk about here. Um, one is the life of the business. The other is the life of the individual. So that vision can split that I have line of sight personally, that this, mm-hmm. this vision helps me achieve a strategic intent for work in my life and a primary aim personally. That they that everything's leading back to my personal primary aim. Well, so I would say the equivalent of, of a personal primary aim in a business is your core purpose. What's what is the the fundamental impact on the lives of customers that your business makes? So that's the core purpose of your business. So everybody has mission statements. So if you achieve your mission statement, what's the impact on customers that we are? Trust, one-stop shop, consistency, uh, consistent experience for customers, whatever that core purpose is. Then you have values. How are we going to behave as a team? And then that leads to the vision and the goals. So you have these two lives. The business needs its core purpose. People work, if if you can have a primary aim for your life- then it will help you keep those things in alignment. Primary aim for my life, my work serves my life. I have a strategic intent for the work that I want to do. I want to do work that helps people, that helps people grow. I have a, and then, then the vision comes together. So primary aim, strategic intent, personal core purpose for your business, values, vision on the business side.
1: And generally, a lot of owners, a lot of business owners in every in in every business um, and at every industry who are often defined by their business. That as individuals, they are defined by being being by their company, by the, by the, yeah. So it all comes together at the vision.
0: Everybody's got a vision and I'm defined by my vision. So I just work endless hours and I constantly drive towards this vision. What we're adding is context. So values and core purpose add context to the vision, strategic intent for my work and personal aim for me personally, add context for why I'm doing this work. Mm -hmm. What am I driving towards and gives me context to put boundaries on it, right. that This I'm not an unlimited driver of work that I'm I'm driving towards something. What's that something?
1: Better to, better be to be driving toward a destination. I
0: think. Yeah, I, I know this sounds pie in the sky and sort of not, not useful and day to day. And we we get caught up in in being overly utilitarian about work and money and and my work drives my money. But money is not your purpose money is a tool. So to so take a moment to step back from the utility of life and who are you as a person, who are you trying to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's the question that I, I would ask any man or woman. What, what kind of woman do you want to be Molly? I mean, what, you know, I, I mean, what kind of man do I want to be? Mm-hmm. That's primary aim. What am I striving for? What's the strategic intent of my work? So, that how is my work going to serve that primary aim? And that's got to connect to a vision. So, the engineering gene skipped me. If my <laughs> vision includes working for a mechanical engineering firm, uh, those robots are in aren't, trouble. They're not going to do, those robots aren't going to do much. But my son Freddie, he got the engineering gene, and he loves engineering. I mean, the, 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 he he's building Legos and working with Lego Technic and, and doing all these cool things, and so I'm saying to him, so Freddie, how is this serving you life? How are you becoming the young man that you're going to be through this work? And that, that work serves our life. The work he's is like, meaningful. Dad, I
1: just want to I just want to play with my Legos.
0: <laughs> For now. For now. He's not into girls yet. He'll get there. Yeah. And it'll change. Um, Primary aim for your life, strategic intent for your work, a three-year vision of tangible things that you want to achieve. And then the goals it's going to take to get there. Often we start with vision because that's what, what we see, what we have. It's tangible. It takes time to work backwards into the why and so if you're, if you're hitting a ceiling, if it, maybe you're aware that you've kind of lost your why, um, Simon Sinek wrote a great book, start with why maybe it's a, it's a great read. Maybe you're aware that kind of you're, you're losing your mojo a little bit, walk back into primary aim and strategic intent and make sure it connects to vision and goals.
1: I love it, and it's it's a big part of uh, what we do here at NCG, and it's big. It, it plays a big uh, role in the coaching that it's done. Yes, financials are essential. Yes, strategy and in, in org development are are critical. But you can't do your job, Andrew. I don't think if you don't understand the 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 the, the people and the why and what their goal is and what their vision is for their for themselves and the business. That's what helps you drive your conversations forward, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So eventually talking about primary aim is necessary because you you start asking like why why are what are we doing here? Like what well, you have this vision, we we've achieved a yep. vision and as you as you gain trust and learn about each other and you know you're you get comfortable being I I share my primary aim with people. Here's here's what it might look like. I mean, candidly, happy wife, happy life. Good enough primary aim for me. Start somewhere.
1: Um, in my so you, in my opinion, happy a, wife, happy life is more about partnership, right? That, that a fair there's...
0: point. It's not perfect, but good enough. Yes. So, so don't let perfect get in the way of uh, of getting started. Anyway, um, but yeah, the vulnerability that it takes with yourself and with other people, working through it, you know, that part takes time. So don't forget to work backwards from your vision to answer the answer the why question.
1: Well, AA, we will leave it there as always. Thank you so much. Thank you for again helping to kind of drive the the importance forward of why we we strongly live and breathe by the cascading planning cycle and the tools and core functions in it and it helps define and and really um I think others understand why we do what we do.
0: Yeah, you bet. It's a general love fest, Molly. Great job <laughs> with the podcast. It's awesome. Great job keeping the uh, topics relevant and fun this is it's, it's always we try.
1: Fun we definitely try podcast. and as always we will put it out there our clients who are listening if you've got stuff you want to hear and you got things you want to hear from andrew if you if you know that andrew has wisdom to share that you want to hear
0: uh, that let us dangerous. know
1: that could be dangerous i'll filter those ideas so send them to me first <laughs> i'll decide if we uh we put them put them in front of andrew <laughs> Uh, Well, Andrew, no, thank you so much um, to all the listeners out there. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Thanks, Maul. Bye, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business coaching and consulting firm with coaches located throughout the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.